Welcome everyone to Mama Relax. Our new episode is about failure. We all have been there and we all know how many other feelings are attached to failure and how awful it can feel, but also how powerful you can feel after you know you succeed uh, going through this road. So that's what we're going to talk about it today. We hope you enjoy the conversation and can't wait to hear back from you on our social media. Enjoy. Mama relax. Hey girl. Hello. How are you? I'm well. Um, I'm excited actually to talk about failure, which is <laughs> interesting. I don't think anybody's ever um, excited to talk about, you know, something like that. But I've been doing some research on it. And I don't know. I'm like, I went into a, a, a rabbit hole for searching failure i found like amazing books and things that i want to you know like read so i can know more and um and i also found like different perspectives that i want us to talk about here today like you know how failure can actually make you feel so powerful on the you know at the other end um so i'm excited i'm excited about this episode actually no and that's a good point because I feel like the moment that you are, you stop being afraid of failure is the moment where you truly step into your power completely. You know, like I know it's hard, obviously, if you really want something and you fail at it or you think you failed, right? Because I think we keep forgetting that we are not expected to know it all, especially starting something new, whether that's something that's something professional or a hobby or anything like that. If we're going to quit every time on the first try, you know, like nothing's ever going to get accomplished. The biggest people that have accomplished the biggest, biggest things and have had the biggest breakthroughs have failed a lot more than you can think, (laughs) like, like that you can even imagine. Like I personally have a good relationship with failure. Um, it's always scary. It never stops being scary. It's always a risk, right? And never feels good to your ego. But I think once you come back to your body and you understand that failure is part of success of that success that you're looking for, you can literally take as many risks as you want and you can actually do things better because that aspect of fear of failing, like literally dissipates, you know? Yes, but I feel that failure also has a lot to do with like culture where, you know, how your family raised you. So if a person grew up in a family that everybody was a perfectionist and failure was absolutely unacceptable. So there is a lot of shame linked to with failure and shame is a very paralyzing feeling. So when people feel shamed, when they fail, they most likely won't, you know, feel like trying again or having a positive thought about, you know, I can do this, like, let me try again. So I feel that there is so much that comes with failure that we don't think about it. So I grew up in a, in a home that was very 
I was encouraged to try again, to try over and over and over and over again. Um, and I feel very blessed for that. But I do have friends that grew up in, in a completely different environment. Of course, we all do. But, you know, in their house, failure was absolutely not acceptable. And I feel that that is so much pressure because who the hell is perfect, uh, you know, at the first at the first time, try anything. Because, you know, if you fail the first time, that's so normal. And I mean, I just don't understand how somebody can be crucified over, you know, failure. It's crazy. I feel that it's part of the learning curve. Um, so, yeah, I feel that. And, and that's what I was reading about, you know, like how all, all the different feelings that are attached to failure and how it can paralyze somebody and how it can motivate somebody. So people that are very... Um, they're motivated by competition. If they failed and they get picked on, they're like, no, I'm going to try again. So like it has to do with their, how they feel motivated. Now people that are more, more like on the shy side and they have a lack of self-confidence, you know, like then it can really tear somebody apart, which it's sad. And especially, you know, in the social media world that we live now that people are absolutely disgusting towards each other because you don't have to show your face you are just this this you know mysterious person in the internet with a name that is not even really yours and people tear each other apart like that there are no consequences to how they are speaking with each other but but there are consequences so it's just like so much involved and uh i was doing research in uh, about Sarah Lewis. She's a professor for Harvard and she wrote this amazing book called The Rise and it's uh, about failure. And she was talking about how during her research, she found out that Martin Luther King Jr., uh, yes, the famous one, he actually failed in his uh, public speech class. And even she said like, how, how, like how? Like your mind cannot even wrap it up about, you know, around, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. failing speech class. And, you know, and then Brene Brown, because it was an interview that she was doing, Brene Brown mentioned that, like, maybe he was too avant-garde for the time and the teacher didn't get the way that he, you know, like, was reaching out to people. But, like, regardless, this teacher could completely had uh, traumatized him and maybe he'll be like, you know what, I'm never going to speak in public again. And, like, imagine what a loss for humanity if he actually, you know, failed in class and didn't try again. So I feel that that's the problem of failure is like when it paralyzes somebody because there is all this potential, all this potential now dead. And that is so sad. Yeah. But I mean, that's the reality. And at the end of the day, like, it's not just Dr. King, like we are all capable. I, I read something not too long ago, and I found it extremely interesting and so true to this day about um, Albert Einstein and how people always say, oh, my God, he's so smart. He's the smartest person. You know, like if you ever talk to like a very like intellectual human being, you always compare them to Albert Einstein because yes, like the smartest person alive. And the research showed that it's not that he was the smartest person alive is that he practiced his, you know, in his field over and over again. And he failed so many times in his research so many times, but what got him to, 
you know, have breakthroughs was thanks to those failures, because we forget that every time we fail or quote unquote fail, because honestly, like, I don't think there's such a thing. There's no such thing as literally failing at something like you either learn from something or you, you know, take it to the next level, basically. But when you fail, like the next time you try, you already have an advantage because you've learned from that. You've learned from that experience. So this next time you try, it's going to get a little bit easier. And the second time you fail, quote unquote, the third time it's going to get easier. So we need to stop thinking, or at least this is what I've told myself. We need to stop thinking that there is other humans that are smarter than us, that know more than us, that can do a lot better than we do. We find ourselves constantly in this state of mind of saying that we don't know how to do this and we would never be able to reach our goals or we would not, we're, you know, we're not like Dr. King. We can never do public speaking, for example, just to give an example. But what we don't realize is that those same people are just that. They're just human beings the same way. They're designed the same way that you and I are. The only difference is their experience and how they approach those experiences. You know, I think that once we change our mindset around that, we are literally unstoppable as an individual. That is just the reality. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. And also another interesting thing that I found out was that the word failure actually was used in the 19th century uh, to describe bankruptcy. And then people start using that for like as a personal thing, like, oh, I failed at something else. It, it, it took out of, you know, having it was no not anymore related to bankruptcy. It was not related to, you know, like, oh, you fail at your marriage or whatever. And the thing is that failure has this concept of like a a dead end. It's like you cannot move any further, but like that's impossible because the human being is always evolving. So that's why failure is like such a bad word. And like when you think about failure that you had in the past, when you think about that situation, you don't use the word failure necessarily. You use, you know, like I had a hard time or I overcame this period of my time. You know, like the the word failure evolves as you are evolving as a human being. And when you look back, you don't look back at yourself anymore as a failure with the concept that we know nowadays. We look at ourselves as like, well, I had a really hard time, but now I overcame and actually I succeed. So, you know, you have like a different outcome. So it's, it's crazy too, how, you know, sometimes when you use the the right word, open a lot of doors. So, you know, failure is like, it's, it's, it's a dead end. So when you just maybe say like, I'm having a really hard time, I'm having a really tough time. Maybe that's best than using the word failure because failure means like, this is it. I'm done it's over. And it's really never over. Like you were saying, um, who succeeds at the first try like that? That's so impossible. And I feel that the thing that I like about we're using the word failure here, because that's the topic of today. But I feel that every time after I have a really hard time and, you know, I failed, but then I overcome the situation or to try again and something else happened. I feel so powerful. I feel that after failure has I feel that it gives me such a feeling of empowerment. I feel like so capable. It's it's so contradictory, but I, I don't know. It makes so much sense in my head right now. I feel for me, like, obviously, 
um, when I fail in the moment, right? Let's say you, uh, you take an exam, you study hard for this exam and you fail that test, you know, which happens to a lot of us. I think that's very relatable. Um, in the moment, of course, you feel like the world is ending. Like, oh my God, I just spent all this time and I have just failed this exam, right? And you feel very bad about yourself and who you are or whatever. You question yourself. What I've learned is that it's okay. I accept the fact that I feel bad in that moment, you know, that it's, I, I let that feeling go through me and, and let it flow through me and make sure that I do acknowledge it and don't ignore it. But I make it a point that I will give it a couple of hours to max, depending obviously on the type of thing that you failed at, um, a day. And then you have to move forward and you have to move past that. And like you just said, once I try again, I do feel empowered. That's when I feel my, my empowerment, because when I go into that same task again, or that same situation again, to try and make it work the second time around or the third time around, like I said, I feel so much better equipped. I feel like I already know so much more than I did the first time. So I'm, you know, I'm able to handle it a lot better. So that's where that empowerment comes from. I just don't, I also feel that it's, we need to be careful with how we react when we are dealing with somebody, the failure, and we are giving them advice or we are supporting this person that is going through this hard time. Because again, it depends on this person's background, history, uh, that can be very, very traumatizing. So, you know, when you're giving words of advice to a person that failed at work at this project that they're working really hard or a situation like that happens with someone that is asking for your advice or, you know, crying on your shoulders, it's very important to use the right words so you don't make the situation worse. I feel that, you know, empower the person and make sure that they understand that it's okay to fail. You know, fail a situation doesn't mean that you are a loser in the world. It's just like one tiny little episode in your life. That's not the whole entire book. It's just like one tiny little part of a, chap a chapter. So I feel when people tell me stories about failure, I feel that I, I want to handle that like very carefully because I don't want to, again, create more trauma towards something that is already awful on its own. And I feel that the way that I do that is listen, validate to the person's feelings and try to, you know, offer examples maybe about how people like, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. fail in a speech class or, you know, Albert Einstein wasn't like the greatest student in school. Like people thought that he was actually like dumb because he was actually so genius. But again, people come in different shapes and forms and all of that and not everybody is understood so you know and through failure like you're saying we learn about ourselves we learn how to do better like the next time you're not going to make the same mistakes I feel that at least for me I learn through my mistakes so much more than any other method when I make a mistake I'm not at all going to do that again on a second time so I feel that there is like so much room for improvement when you when you fail and you learn from your own mistakes. And I feel that, you know, like when I'm talking to somebody that is going through a really tough time regarding failure, I feel that it's very important to, you know, empower this person and make this person like feel 
is strong again so they can try again but like you said like you know like give some time so you can lick your wounds and then go back on the game yeah no absolutely i think it's important to acknowledge that because it is it is um i guess you you feel bad about it you know you feel a certain way about it you want to do things you want things to go the way you want to and that's where that part of like we need to just trust that the universe has our best interest at heart and like if you fail a few times know that you failed for a reason um and that's failed again quote unquote because i don't i don't believe any of us really fail we just learn from every experience so that we can do it better the next time around um So yeah, I, I definitely think sometimes failure is a blessing in disguise, you know, like sometimes you dodge a bullet and you learn that from that experience and then you go and apply it, you know, what to apply, what not to apply for your next time. You know, like imagine, I think the biggest failure I ever felt was when, you know, when I got divorced, I, I think that was something that, and I was young. So, you know, I was in my early twenties and that sense of, you know, oh, I failed, um, especially when everybody around me knew or like thought and always said, yes, you're going to fail because you're a child getting married. So of course that's not going to work out. So I think that hurt my ego the most, you know, like I, I kind of wanted to prove everyone wrong. And then like having that moment of failure was very hard on me, but imagine if I failed and then I never, and I didn't try again, you know, and I didn't fall in love again. And, you know, I would have missed out on so many good good experiences in my life. And then guess what? I had a second relationship and that also failed, you know, but I learned exactly so yeah. much from that as well. And like, right now I'm in a, in a much better place myself to bring my best self to the table, but it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of going through what you think is a failure, but what it really is, is just an experience like every one of us are going through and it's trying to teach you something so that you can become the best version of you. That's basically it. There's no other way of putting it. You know, it's never easy, but again, yes. it's worth it. Yes. And I feel that a good example is when we learn to walk. I mean, how many times we fell before we actually stood up and, and, and exactly. started moving forward? It's just like a little child learning to walk. You are going to fall, you know, forward and backwards. And it's sometimes going to hurt. Sometimes you're not even going to feel it. And, and that's okay. But, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. I mean, now we don't even think about it. You know, we just get up and, and you start walking. But when we were toddlers, that it was like a really hard, big effort. So I feel that, you know, if you're dealing with somebody that is going through a tough moment regarding failure like that's a great example to give it to them um just so you know you can put things in perspective because a lot of times too we forget how we felt when we felt that we failed a situation and then when somebody's sharing something with you you were speaking from like horse and it's like no calm down remember when you were in the situation and how awful it was like You didn't take it that easy as, you know, you're making it seem right now. So that's something that I, I think is important to mention as well. And I love that you brought that up because I hate that. I hate when <laughs> I'm in my feelings and people yeah. are like, you're fine. And it's like, no, like, you know what? I'd rather you not even speak. Like, just <laughs> get away from me. Like, you either hug me and say nothing. Or if you're going to say something, please make it worth my while because you don't sit there and say you're fine the world's not gonna end yes I'm fully aware I'm not gonna die tomorrow but 
you know, right now I'm in my feelings and I want to be in my feelings and that is completely okay. And I just need you to like ride that wave with me right now, you know? Exactly. Or back the fuck off. Yeah. Or just leave me alone so that I can cry (laughs) it out for a minute. Like, let me be. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, again, imagine if you uh, gave up on relationship altogether. Now we wouldn't have this amazing relationship that you are in now. Yeah. And not only that, but like every time you go into a relationship, I remember being young too, though, um, like young, even before I got married. And I've always had that mentality, you know, of like you, it's going to hurt, but it's always kind of worth it kind of person. Um, But I remember a really good friend of mine at that time, she had a boyfriend for like two years, first boyfriend, you know, we were like literally in freshman year in college. And she goes, um, she tell, she was so hurt. I, I, I can't remember exactly what happened. I think he cheated on her or something like that. And she goes, Nat, how do you do this again? You know, like when your girlfriend is like dying inside and she's like crying to like pieces yes. and yes. she looks at you and she goes, how do you do this again? And I was like, I don't know. You just, if you don't do it again, then you miss out. I'm like, think about like all the times, the good times that you had with that person and how happy you were for those two years. I mean, at some point you were the happiest person in the world. Would you change that feeling? Would you change that experience? You know, and are you willing to like give up the amazing experience of like doing something, falling in love again in a different way with a completely different person? Because you're going to be a completely different person at that point, too. I always saw it like that. Like, yes, it was it's always painful when you lose a relationship. And trust me, I know you feel like you're going to die. I honestly feel like I'd rather you punch me in the face like 500 times than go through a heartbreak again. Like, it's horrible. But it is. I've had the best times. And now looking down the line, I look back with it with such love. And I have such an appreciation for every single experience that I was able to, to have at that moment, you know, cause I was very happy at some point with the, my, my past relationships, you know? Yes, exactly. And you learned from it. Like you learned that if anything, you know, it just reminds us that everything changes all the time that never anything lasts forever. So, you know, and to get attached to something, that's what causes us pain, you know, is to get attached to an idea of being successful at the first trial is, you know, to get attached to the idea that something is going to last forever. Like most things don't last forever. So, but you know, maybe this is a discussion for another time regarding (laughs) attachment and things like that. But yes, a hundred percent. I agree. Especially heartbreak, like failing a relationship. I mean, when a relationship is over, more often than not, we blame ourselves. Maybe because it's just easier to deal with, you know, if you're the problem, you can fix it. If somebody else is the problem, you can do nothing about it. So I think maybe that's one of the reasons why we do that. Um, But yeah, when we're helping somebody, it's just important to remember like, oh my God, I've I've been there and and it sucks. I'm sorry. And if you haven't been there, and this is a true word of advice, if you have not been there, if you yourself are still struggling with accepting failure as part of your journey, just sit quietly and hug the person and move on. 
like don't say anything you know what I mean like I feel like sometimes people give advice but they don't believe it themselves and to be completely honest I've been a culprit of this as well in the past obviously but sometimes like you really can't put yourself in somebody else's shoes and that is completely okay and it's better for you to just hug the person say nothing than sit there and say like yeah I know this is really hard when in reality you have no idea Exactly, for sure. And then when you do go through that, you apologize. Yep. I did not know because that happened to me. I had a friend that she broke, like the guy was cheating on her. She found out in a horrible way and she was like so heartbroken. And she told me, and I have never had like a heartbreaking situation like that. And I was, you know, I, I, I thought I helped her, but then when it happened to me, she was the first person that came to my mind. And I, I remember thinking, oh my God, I did not help her at all. And I remember I apologized to her. Like in this was like years later. I'm like, hey, remember when you told me that this happened to you? Now this happened to me and I am so sorry I wasn't there for you because I did not know how to be there for you. But now I do. And I am sorry. I know I sucked when you really needed me. Like, I'm so sorry. And she kind of laughed because, you know, she was already over. And then she was the one like consoling me, but it was like, wow. Yeah. When, when the table turn, it's, it's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. That's why we, we gotta be humble because you just never know if you're going to be the next one, you know, crying over failure of whatever kind to the person that you really wasn't so very helpful. Yeah. And I'm glad we're talking about failure because I started a new project this week, you know, at work and everything. And it's, it's something that's so new and like having conversations like this helped me personally, because when you go into a new like career path or you go into something that's completely new that you haven't done before, it's scary because you want to, you try at least in my industry, like the industry I work in, and I've experienced this myself, but I also see it a lot in my coworkers is like, they start a new position and they originally like on the second week, they, they think that they need to know everything. Right. And like, obviously that's happened to me too, or you don't want to feel stupid and you don't want to feel like the person that doesn't know enough. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, or, you know, especially when we're talking about professional, professional life, um, you don't know what you don't know and you need to be patient and you need to be okay with that. And you need to be okay with making mistakes in the, in the beginning. And you're eventually, even if you're there for years, you're going to make mistakes. So I feel like this conversation is so helpful for me right now because I already know my mindset, you know, obviously you always put your best effort, but I know that there will be many times where I'm going to feel that sense of failure and I'm always going to be able to have this space and I'm going to be able to go back to myself and be like, you know, I understand how this works. I understand that in order for me to be successful in this area or be an expert, there's going to be a lot of failure along the way. And I am, my heart and my soul is, is completely ready to accept that and accept that challenge and kind of like, you know, give it momentum and, and kind of, I'm, I'm feeling good about failure right now, <laughs> you know, exactly. good and about it. Yeah. Yeah. it shows me like I am giving myself an opportunity to learn something completely new, something that's completely outside of my comfort zone. And I know that with that comes failure and I'm okay when it comes, 
I'm okay to facing it and I know how to approach it. And I know how quickly those feelings are going to come and go, you know? So it could be a beautiful thing, guys. It could be a beautiful thing. It absolutely can. And to close the episode today, I would like to share you guys with you guys a quote from Sarah Lewis, the author of The Rise. I highly recommend this book. Uh, there is no way to measure surrender's impact. We know it's if efficacy when we see it. After the deep pain of coming close of failures of all kinds, we break open enough to contain, invite, and triumph over more. I so, love it. Yes. I love all of our quotes. They're the best. <laughs> I know, like... <laughs> our, our list of books is just like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger i mean i, I love it. look i mean i have a, a quote on my cell phone i have a quote on my apple watch that i see all the time and let me tell you it's so helpful to have these things in front of you all the time so i hope you guys are able to like use it for yourselves the way that we use it for our for ourselves exactly um, and before we go, I did want to make an announcement. So we will be finally finishing up our website. We are actually going to start, um, we're working on some cool stuff that we're going to add on there so that you not only have access to, you know, uh, to us on the podcast, but also if you want to shoot us a note, um, we're also going to be updating some of our blogs so that, you know, sometimes if you don't want to like, you prefer, you're more of a reader. I love to read things all the time. So I get that. Uh, we will be, you know, creating some more content that's coming your way. And as soon as that comes out, we will make it, you know, um, public on our Instagram page. And as always, of course, please reach out with to us with any questions. In the meantime, we are on Instagram. Our handle is mama.relax. Um, otherwise, we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.